Okay, here we go. Welcome to another, actually this is not another edition of VP Life Talk Radio. We are going to be doing a podcast, a special edition podcast this week, because I think it's something that's very, very important. It's something that needs to be discussed. Our e-liquid industry is dying. It's dying. It's going away. Ever since PMTA came up, e-liquid companies were forced to go out of business because they couldn't afford the PMTA process. There aren't new companies. There hasn't really been new companies coming along in years producing new flavors. Years ago, this industry was thriving. You had literally thousands of choices of e-liquids, and those choices are now pretty much gone. But they don't have to be gone. That's the crazy thing. They don't have to be gone. So this podcast is going to be specifically to educate you on how to be able to not only continue to sell e-liquid if you currently have a line, e-liquid line, without having to file a PMTA, but if you want to start a new e-liquid line, how you can do so without having to have a PMTA. Because there is a way to do it. And the way is not illegal either. That's the great thing. It's a completely legal way to either start an e-liquid company or keep your existing e-liquid company going without the outrageous cost of PMTA. That way is called synthetic nicotine. This is something I've discussed years ago. I think maybe 2013, 2014 was the first time I ever discussed synthetic nicotine. It's been getting really, really big over the past few years because of what's happening now with the industry. And I think it's, I don't think, I know it's to the point now where they've perfected synthetic nicotine so it can be used in e-liquids. And it has been used in liquids for many, many years. Most of you don't know it. There's a lot of actually big e-liquid lines today that are using synthetic nicotine simply because they haven't filed PMTAs. And they didn't even tell their customers, you guys, you guys don't even know it. And you're using synthetic nicotine. It's here. It's not going anywhere. It's not bad. And it could actually probably save this industry. So three key things we're going to get through this podcast with. The three things you're all wondering. The first question is, what is synthetic nicotine? The second one is, why is it not regulated by the FDA? Which is a simple answer. And the third one is, is if you have an existing e-liquid line or want to start one, how can I do so? So we're going to get into those three things. And I want to say, before I even bring Lawrence on from Apollo, my company, Tea Time, is using uh, Apollo. And we're going to be doing the synthetic nicotine. And we're doing the whole thing. We're with Apollo because they are ready. They're already ready. They're already doing it. They're already producing e-liquids with synthetic nicotine. And I feel that they're doing it better than anybody else. To, quite, to be quite honest with you, they're just doing it better than anybody else. They've learned it. They've studied it. They've been around for years. They're perfecting it. And I think they got it down better than anybody. So Lawrence is with me from Apollo. And the first thing I want to get into to get these three questions so everybody understands is what is synthetic nicotine, Lawrence? Because I have seen so many misconceptions on Facebook and vape groups, on forums, people saying, oh, it's, it's, it's fake nicotine or it's, it's created in a, in a, in a, in a basement and, and it's not real and stay away from it and it's dangerous. It, the, the misconception's insane. Can you please explain to these people so they understand what it is and like and how long it's been along it's been around because I think that's very important well it's been around a very very long time longer than people think right so for the the first thing I need to say to people is synthetic nicotine um, is normally referred to as um, uh, tobacco free nicotine so this is a nicotine when people think it's some synthetic replacement or other types of I don't know what they're calling it 
it's nicotine. It's just not uh, extracted from a tobacco plant, leaf stem, material, or whatever these companies want to pull tobacco out of from a tobacco plant. Right. So, yeah. So in all in all actuality, it is it is it's it's made using basic forms. They're also patented forms, so we can't really tell you exactly how it's made. But in 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 retrospect, it's made the same way everything else is made that goes into your e-liquid. You know, your your flavorings, your all your compounds, everything that is made for e-liquid, it's made the same way. And some geniuses that we, you know, that sell this are the ones that craft this in a lab. And they've been making this for, oh, God knows, five, six years now, you know, and it's it's been tested. And I just, I have to say that I can't tell the difference. No, there, there are two, I know there are two major companies that have been producing this for years. That's number right. one. I want people to understand that. They've been producing it six plus years. This is not something that came along six months ago. So they started this years ago. These are huge, multi-million dollar companies doing this. These aren't little, you know, companies in their basement. Like, I don't know what you people have been hearing, but these are real deal, huge. In fact, one of the companies produces like 70% of the nicotine for the entire planet. These are major companies in the industry that understand it and they've perfected producing it. There is almost no taste, right, Lawrence? Like, it, I know Correct. tobacco drive to nicotine has that that taste. There is none, so you're really getting the true flavors when you're using a synthetic. So yes, it is an and it is a nicotine. It is not some fake made up or it's like a no. It is nicotine. Exactly the same makeup. Exactly so the, the, that's right. Exactly the same makeup. It's nicotine. So. That's what synthetic nicotine is. Now you understand, okay? This is something that I certainly wouldn't uh, be using or letting my customers use if I thought there was any uh, uh, fears of using this. There's not. It's that simple. There's not. They've done the studies. They've done the research. I've seen it. Lawrence has seen it. It's there. Uh, Lawrence's uh, company that he works for wouldn't be doing this if they thought in any way that this would be harmful in any way to their customers because that's just ridiculous. So. Also, also, you got to understand too that we've also been experimenting with this for years. Right. To you know, it has this hasn't just been a new thing that we're saying. Okay, well, let's drop it on the market. No, we've been experimenting with different flavors and strings and and, and types of synthetic nicotine or tobacco-free nicotine for years. Right. So Correct. I mean, we're at a point now where we can guarantee that this is is relatively the same thing when it comes to uh, the feeling it gives you versus the feeling of, of, of tobacco-based nicotine. Correct. And, 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 you know, that too. I, I want to explain that real quick. So when someone's vaping an e-liquid with synthetic nicotine, they're getting the same throat hit that they get off the tobacco-derived nicotine. I mean, it's, it's the same experience. It, it's, it's, not, it's not different. It's the same. That's very important that they understand that. They're going to get the same, you know, if, I, if I'm vaping a six milligram uh, synthetic nicotine liquid, I'm still going to get that throat kick. You know, it doesn't right. go away. It's not, well, it's synthetic. So it, it, it's, it's the same thing. So, yes. The, go yeah, ahead, Lawrence. The Lawrence. one and only thing that I actually, before we move on, Kevin, the one yeah. and only thing that I've actually noticed about vaping uh, 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 synthetic, I don't I don't really, I, I like to call it tobacco-free nicotine is basically what it is. Um is when I vape it, 
I don't I get a different type of an experience. You know, I've I've vaped thousands of different flavors of e-liquids before. Right. And if you've ever vaped an e-liquid and you start getting um I hate to say a little bit of indigestion type feeling or kind of like a burning sensation, you know, it's just kind of people call it being overnicked. Right. So I haven't really experienced that yet with with tobacco-free nicotine. Right. At all. What I just get is this this gratification or satisfaction of that I vaped. Right. And it's 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 kind of crazy. I actually enjoy it. You know, I didn't. I was very skeptical, just like the other people. I said, no, 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 no. We could never do this. But then after experimenting with it as long as I have. And using it now myself as long as I have, I'm I'm pretty much that's all I want now. I don't even really want the other stuff, you know. And and it, is, and it is a cleaner nicotine. Yes, it is cleaner. It is cleaner. I will I, I won't argue with that. Yeah, it is cleaner. I know that it, it's cleaner. I mean, it, it's just fact. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that that that's good to know. And and people, you know, they're not gonna. Your customer, we'll get into that later. I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to get to the next question. We know what synthetic nicotine is. You understand it now. It's very simple. You've got the explanation. Second, why is the FDA not regulating it? I'll t- I can answer that, Lawrence. I- I'll answer that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what's going on. It's very simple. Okay? The FDA only has regulation over tobacco products. E-liquid, traditional e-liquid that uses traditional tobacco-derived nicotine is regulated by the FDA because it's derived, the nicotine they use in e-liquids is derived, the nicotine is derived from tobacco plants. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a far stretch to say, well, since you get the, the nicotine from the tobacco plant, it's a tobacco product. And we've all thought that was insane for years, but that's just what the FDA said. And it is what it is. We just can't change that now. So they consider tobacco-derived nicotine a tobacco product. So if you're using it in your e-liquid, you're regulated by the FDA. Synthetic nicotine is not derived from the tobacco plant. Therefore, it is not a tobacco product, and it is not regulated by the FDA. Did the FDA say this? Yes, they did. If you look way, way back, going years ago, when, when they... Uh, um, they did questions and they they documented some I think it was a question that somebody asked during one of their FDA um, question and answer sessions I think it was they had a question and answer session somebody asked specifically about synthetic nicotine their answer was very very clear no we do not regulate synthetic nicotine we only regulate products that either contain tobacco-derived nicotine or are going to be used with tobacco-derived nicotine. So they made very clear. They said straight up. They said it right there in black and white. No, we do not regulate synthetic nicotine. They said it. They don't regulate it. It's not a tobacco product. No, Kevin, the only thing that they included in that statement was TFN or, or, or synthetic nicotine will be dealt with case by case. That's right. Correct. You're right. They did say that too. They did say uh, a synthetic nicotine product would be ruled. Okay. So for example, it's very simple. If they came to you and you said, all I sell is e-liquid and it uses synthetic nicotine, that's it. That's all I sell. Nothing else. And it, you're fine. 
they're going to say you're good because there is nothing you're using they can regulate. Now, let's say that you're using uh, synthetic nicotine and maybe you're going to use, it's coming in a, in a pre-filled pod or I don't know, maybe they can misconstrue. Well, that might be. who. That's why they say a case-by-case basis. But I can assure you, if you just have an e-liquid line and using synthetic nicotine, not selling anything else, you are absolutely fine. No problems at all. In fact, if you want to really make sure you're fine, you could even go ahead a step and say, you know what? This product is not to be used with any tobacco-derived nicotine or tobacco-derived nicotine products, you know, just to make them happy. But they they can't do anything. It's not... So it's not regulated by the FDA. Now, could they do something in the future? You're going to say, well, can't they do something in the future? They could. It's going to take some time. They just can't come out and say, hey, guess what? Tomorrow at noon, we're going to ban all synthetic nicotine. They can't do that. It's not going to happen like that. So, and Lawrence, I'm sure, agrees with that. That's just not going to happen. Um, They would have to go through a process. The creators of it, the, the, the people that are actually uh, making the, the tobacco-free nicotine and the synthetic nicotine have been fighting the good fight for years against this. So Yes, they have. Absolutely. We give, them, we give it to them for holding it down for years, too, because they had the foresight to know that uh, uh, the vaping community will need this one day. Right. And, yes. and, and then someone's saying... And I've heard this too. Well, can't they just add it to the current language and just say, okay, well, synthetics add it? No, they just can't add it. You have to, you'd have to essentially create a whole new thing for it. I'm not sure how they would do it. I'm not even sure if the FDA would do it, if another agency would do it. But I do know this. I do know it's been on the market for six years, right? And it hasn't gone anywhere. There's been no uh, current bans. Now, now, I'm not going to say that that can't happen. Because what's going to happen, so everybody understands, is you people listening to this that either have existing e-liquid lines or want to start a new e-liquid line, if you do it now, you'll be ahead of the game. Because what's going to happen is all these other companies that follow these PMTAs, when they get denied, what do you think? They're all going to get denied. What do you think is going to happen? They're not just going to turn over and say goodbye. They're going to go to synthetic nicotine too. So well, that's, why, that's why they're being so quiet. About yes. It. And, and, and then it's going to explode. And then when it explodes, then that's when the government will say, oh, geez, now we got to do something about the synthetic nicotine. And then how long did it take them to do something about tobacco derived nicotine when it came to vaping? I don't know. I'd say maybe eight to 10 years, Lawrence, because I know they started back in <laughs> like 2010 and oh, earlier than that. Well, yeah. In eight two thousand and nine is when they attacked the first e the e cig I think right and it just and it just went on and on and on. it took years and years and years so again how long I don't know how long I don't know how long you using synthetic nicotine would have to be on the market what I can tell you me personally Lawrence isn't telling you this but I'm telling you this just from my personal opinion I think you have a much longer life on the shelf and being be able to sell than you would using tobacco derived nicotine, which you can't now because you have to file for a PMTA in order to do so. So I think you have a much, much longer time of being on the market. I think it's going to take them quite a while to really understand synthetic synthetic nicotine and do something with it. But with that being said, right now as it stands, you can get it. You can be on the market. You can sell. You can start a new juice line. You can expand your existing juice line. And if you had no one that you put out of business, you can bring it back. Now, another thing I want to discuss uh, is there anything you want to add, Lawrence, before I go on to the third thing about? Uh, yeah. Okay. One thing that we forgot to mention in this too is not only is the FDA cracking down with PMTAs and making e-liquid companies register and 
go their legal route to become a tobacco product on the market, they are saying if your brand or e-liquid was not on the market before their deadline, which is August in 2016, right. that we don't care what you're selling. So, right. all, so anybody that actually fabricated or developed or came up with their e-liquid line after this and did not prior register to the FDA, you can't even submit a PMTA. That's right. That so. is correct. So that that is true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, if you want to remain in the e-liquid game, if you want to be in the business, if you want to be in business, you can. There's a way now. I know you've been told you can't. Synthetic nicotine doesn't work. Uh, it's too expensive. It's way too expensive. We'll get into that in a second because that's ridiculous too. Um, and that it's just not viable. You know, it, it, that's just all not true. Um, it's absolutely a viable uh, a way to stay in business. I've been in this industry 10 years. Lawrence has probably been about the same time. Um, trust me, we know what we're talking about. Now, this is the uh, biggest question. Companies that have existing e-liquid lines or you have somebody out there that says, I want to create some flavors. I got something. I want to start a whole new company. I want to start a whole new thing. I'm going to kind of speak for them and and ask you what I'm sure they'd be asking you. My first, now, if, if, if it was me, my first question would be, I currently use tobacco-derived nicotine. I want to continue to do that. Can, I, can you offer me uh, services to produce my juice and use tobacco-derived nicotine? Do you offer that? Of course we do. They offer that. So if you have a line right now, an existing one, and you're a little nervous about changing and you're still in business, that's fine. They have co-packing services they can provide for you, and they have great co-packing services. I can tell you that. I know firsthand because we use them. Secondly, let's say they want to make the transition over to synthetic nicotine, and they've started with a, say, tobacco derived, and they come to you maybe two months later and say, hey, we want to go to synthetic now. My first question would be is, is that possible, which I believe it's yes because you guys do that, right? Sure do. And my second question would be is, how much of a cost difference would we look at? Now, I'm going to do a hypothetical. Let's say that, um, and this is all hypothetical. I'm just making up numbers and shit. Let's say that um, I currently uh, pay you, I don't know, $4 a bottle or five, $5. Let's say $4 a bottle, right? You're going to charge me $4 a bottle for using standard tobacco-derived nicotine to produce. But now I want to go to synthetic. My price is obviously going to go up. Because there is a higher cost for synthetic nicotine. There's no question about it. There's definitely a higher cost for it. How long that will last, I don't know. But right now, there's definitely a, a bigger cost for synthetic. But if my price was, say, 4 and I wanted to go to synthetic, how much would my price go up? Would it go up like maybe 50 cents a buck? Would it go up like 3 bucks? I mean, how, how much more would it, would it go up a bottle? So let, let's start. Let's backtrack that a little bit into okay. the pricing. So the, the reason why people are scared of synthetic is because the actual buy-in for the synthetic is very expensive. Right. These companies that make this 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 tobacco-free nicotine, they're not in it to uh, accommodate. They're in it to make money. Right. So if you're not serious about it, they don't want to do business with you. I get it. I understand. I completely understand. But now at the same time, when you break it down per bottle per sale, we're only talking – depending on the type of synthetic you use and depending on you know your your strength level because remember synthetic is going to be more expensive the
the more strength you have in your the uh, more nicotine content you have in your bottle. Right. So a three is going to be cheaper than a eighteen. Right. So and we do do salt synthetics as well. So they will all, all that price will ex, ex, it will rise per milliliter basically. Now for the average user three six and twelve you're only looking at maybe 50 60 cents hike per bottle okay so that's that I want to stop you there because that's pretty much most e-liquid companies so if I have a 036 actually most of them are just 036 but let's go 03612 like you said well, so not zero. Uh, yes okay so my <laughs> my my price would go up yeah I don't know what's there my price would go up anywhere between 40 so if i was paying say four it'd go up to like 460 a bottle or 470 a bottle possibly or maybe even 450 a bottle but Correct. It, yeah okay that that's all you need to know that's very simple so now you're saying oh okay so my price is going to go up uh say it goes up 60 cents so i was paying four and i'm paying 460 well that's 60 cents more a bottle well yes then what you do now is you take that cost and you add it to your bottles and you explain to your customers and i highly suggest i mean you don't have to you, you don't have to say anything but i would i you would have to raise the price it's that simple and you won't have to raise it that much if you're selling a bottle for say 14 dollars a bottle now make it 14.50 a bottle They'll pay, I mean, the, they'll pay the extra 50 cents to have you around and still be able to buy your juice. And I mean, it's not that much of a cost difference. And I, I'm glad you said that because I think it freaks people out. They go, oh, my God, I'll probably pay triple for a bottle. That's not true. It's not much more. Well, there's, uh, again, the whole insider thing, you know, it's I don't really like to spread the news around. But I will, I'll, I will say without naming names that there is companies out there that will – are trying to price gouge for synthetic and synthetic development. Right. Of, of course they are because it's it's kind of like a, a an item I have that you want so I can charge whatever I want for it. Right. You know, and that's basically what's going on. It, it won't be like this forever. As, as soon as synthetic or tobacco-free nicotine becomes the norm, is that's exactly what, what it will be is the norm. So as of right now, it's people are still going to scare you about it and they're still going to say it's really expensive and it's hard to work with and it doesn't taste good but in all actuality it's not it's not that much more expensive and it's i actually think it's tastes a little better to tell you the truth and and there are many e-liquid companies i'm not going to name names like Lawrence that are already using it big ones that you wouldn't even you probably that you, you don't even know because they haven't announced it they just switched to it and they're using it Right. And you know what? Most of their customers probably have no idea, and they're just vaping it. Um, and there's also some very high-end companies that have been around for many years using this. Uh, right. That I just, to me right there, when I saw that was happening, when I saw you know a certain company in particular using this that's been around for, I don't know, God, probably 8, 10 years now, and is probably one of the most well-known e-liquid lines in the planet, they were using it. I said, oh, my God. I mean, that that's all the proof I need right there. I mean, that's really amazing to me um right. so so it is there it can be used it's not this outrageous price that you think it is it's very it's actually very affordable for what it, and i'll tell you what to pay an extra 50 i would pay an extra buck a bottle if i could stay on the market and know that hey i'm good i could stay on the market i'm not doing anything wrong um the fda comes back and on my door i just say hey i'm using synthetic nicotine and they say okay sorry have a nice day um right. you know it's fantastic now i will say this 
this is the only thing that worries me, and I do want to add this. Um, two things. Number one, synthetic is going to be the norm, whether you like it or not. Lawrence is right. Whether I like what he's saying or not, it's true. It's going to be the norm. When these PMTAs get uh, get turned down within the next six months to a year, all companies will go to synthetic. It'll just be the norm, and everybody will be using it, and it is what it is. If you get on it now, you get on it now. Don't wait for them. Get on it now. You go out there and be one of the first. You go out there and say, I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Get ahead of the game. Don't wait for them to do it. Jump on and they're all going to do it. They may right now be saying they're not going to do it or whatever. They're going to do it. <laughs> I've been in this industry many years. Lawrence knows they're going to do it too. They're yeah, absolutely they're not, they're not just going to fold and roll over and say, no. okay, well, sorry, we're not going to sell anything ever again. No. Absolutely not. They're, they're, they're going to all of a sudden they're going to see how great it is and they're going to switch. It's just going to be the norm. It, it 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 is what it is. So you might as well get on it now. You might as well start using it now. Um, again, there's no guaranteed time frame, but I can tell you, you're going to have a good, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now. No offense, but the last thing that Joe Biden's going to be worried about when he gets it in January is vaping. I, I'm, I'm sure he's going to have a lot of people going, "Oh, vaping this, you got to do that." I don't think you know what. There's so much stuff going on. I don't think that's on his mind right now. And certainly synthetic, synthetic nicotine is far from his mind. So, right. well, we, Kevin, yes. Kevin, one thing too, man. The dirty little secret is, and, and you know, I hate to say this to people, but it really irritates me because I have a lot of friends in the industry that have been making, you know, small batch e-liquid, and they're just not these huge companies, but I love their flavors. Right. But the dirty little secret is the fact that a lot of these bigger companies are not sharing their information or telling you their plans because without these little, you know, unique niche boutique style e-liquids that are out there, that's just more money in their pockets. Of course. I mean, and we could we could be the one of those people too. We easily, we easily could just stay real quiet and just wait for the industry to fat flatline, and then just release all this synthetic and say, hey, look what we did. You know, but I, I don't want to be that way. I, well, I see, that's the thing I want to point out too. I want to point this out. I, I want to say this. I, I got to stop you because I'm, I'm going to make more sense because you're saying something. And I, I'm thinking right now, Apollo, you're right. Apollo could have said, you know what? Fuck all this. Let's create a bunch of fucking stuff. Let's create like a hundred fucking flavors. We'll slowly release them throughout time. We'll make all these, you know, they could have just did it themselves. What the fuck? That, why would they need you? Hey, they create all this shit themselves. They release it. They release it on all these different names. They could have saturated this, the whole synthetic market and said, hey, fuck all you. We're going to rule the whole thing. They said, nah, you know what? Let's invite them in. Let's have a... They're saying, no, come on. We're, we, we, we're fine with sharing the profits with you. You come in. You make some money. We make some money. Everybody's happy. We get all these great juices on the market again. They're costing themselves money. To be able to bring all these companies, not just bring companies back, but bring new companies in. So we have new flavors. The industry started dying from 2014 to now. One of the biggest reasons why is because we started losing our selection of flavors. We started losing all these, like Lawrence is right, all these great little small craft companies that made all these really unique, cool flavors. We lost that. But we can bring it back. We can bring it back. And Apollo's saying instead of us making all the money, no, we want to bring that back. We want everybody to, to be able to flourish and, and bring this back. I, I think that's pretty fucking good. I mean, call me crazy, but uh, I applaud that. I don't know if I would do that. I, I might be Apollo be like, well, fuck them. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make all the money. But you guys aren't doing that. So I just want to point that out. 
I think that's very, very important for people to understand. And I want to explain that Apollo's been around for many, many years. How, when did Apollo start? It had to have been like 2011. It had to have been very early because I remember Apollo from a very, very early time. You guys have been around forever. That I do know. We've been around since 2010. 2010. That's right. Yes. I mean, you've just been around. The, I, I know that. I know you've been around forever. So you have a company that's been in the industry, and it's very important to work with a company that's been around for a very long period of time, I think. Call me crazy, but... Um, yes. So yes, uh, you know, I, I think we've, ex- we've explained it all. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put all the information that you need to contact Apollo in the show notes. I'm going to put them on the uh, Facebook page on VP Live, as well as a copy of this recording, this podcast, you can hear it. And you'll be able to get in touch with Lawrence and the company. And I highly suggest if you want to start it, if you haven't, if you ever, ever want to start a liquid company, do it now. Now's the time to do it. Start one. Start one. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's br- you want to build up this industry. You want to save vaping. You want to get it big again. Bring back all the flavors, all the selections, everything we had before, the whole community aspect. Bring that back. This is the way to bring it back. It's applying for the PMTA and thinking you're going to get one's not going to do it. That's just going to keep you in business for another six months if you're lucky. In fact, if you did that, you should call Lawrence and switch right now. Fuck that PMTA <laughs> because it's never going to happen. You might as well just go ahead and switch. And I applaud Apollo for doing what they're doing because, like I said, they could have just said, fuck it. We're just going to rule this market and fuck everybody. They said, no, we're not going to do that. We want to be here. We want to help. Um, we want to help bring this industry back to what it was. So that should be applauded. I don't have my applause, so I can't applaud Lawrence. But I, <laughs> I was looking for my applause. It's out of here. I'm not doing my typical podcast. I usually have all my sounds up when I'm doing that. I'm not doing that with this. So is there anything else I'm missing? Is there anything else you want to add, Lawrence? Is there anything else they, they need to know? I mean, if they need to know anything else, they can just contact us directly. And um, we're more than happy to just walk them through everything. Step by step, you know how it is, Kevin. You right. know the drill. You've been through it. So. Yes, yes. They make it very easy, very simple. It's a very easy process. They understand the industry. And I'm telling you, I know a lot of you people listen. I know I have a lot of listeners, and I know a lot of you guys had e-liquid companies that you just let go. Bring them back. Fucking bring them back. You can bring it back. You can you can be doing what you're doing before. There's just going to be, and there's really, honestly, there's going to be no cost difference for you because you just raise the price a little bit on your on, on your liquid. You bring it back, and it, you're not going to be affected at all. You're good to go. You can be back in business again. God, that is so important. I wish I made a list of all these e-liquids, even from last year. I mean, now, if you go to a vape shop now, the selection is just terrible. It's just like all the fucking same you know, garbage stuff that's been out there forever. You know what I mean? It's not like, it, I remember back in the day when we had the vape shop, we had section. I remember there was a time we had like 160 different lines in there. 160 different lines. That doesn't exist anymore. Now you go to a vape shop, they have like the same 20. <laughs> or if that, or if that. And you know what? Vape, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something else. Well, how am I going to sell my juice if I start a new company? Let me tell you something. Vape shops are dying for new stuff. Because vape shops make money off new juices. Whenever they get a new, oh, we got a new juice in, they know that brings people in, that brings customers in. They love new juices. And there's nothing. There's like nothing. It's all the same crap. They're dying for new juices. It would be very easy 
to sell to a vape shop if you have, especially if you had a line before that that was already existing. Oh my God. I'm I'm saying. So anyway, just saying. I'm gonna put all the information in the notes so you can contact Lawrence, get in touch with his company, and I highly, highly suggest you do this. If you want to get into the liquid game, because it's 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 such a great industry, isn't it, Lawrence? I mean, <laughs> yes. or, or actually stay, <laughs> or stay in the industry, or come to the conclusion that you're not getting your PMTA. You might as well just go ahead and switch because that's just the reality. You're not getting your PMTA. I'm sorry. I know you're all right. thinking we're gonna get it. We're no, you're not. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You well, might as like, make. I like, this- to, I like to play a little game with people. Yeah, that are in the industry when they think they're going to get approved their PMTA, they're going to go through all the, the hoops and, and hoopla of going through PMTA. I ask them this: name the last tobacco product that was FDA approved in the United States. Right. You can't even Google it. Yeah. No, it's true. So it's it's just not going to happen, and we have to. I mean, we have to keep this going. This has to keep on going. I. It doesn't matter whether you're in it for the money. Whether you're there because you want to get people off cigarettes, whatever the hell it is, whatever your reason doesn't matter. All that matters is, is the customers that are using it are using it to stay off cigarettes. That's a fact. And right. I, I can't let tea time go simply because there's too many people that use it that depend on it to stay off cigarettes. It's that simple. I mean, I, I can't for them. You know, I, I, I know how it was like when I needed a certain e-liquid to stay off cigarettes and, I, and how I would have acted if they wouldn't. You know, at times I had certain e-liquids I used for months on end. If those went away, I'd be like, are you kidding me? I know there's others, but, you know, you get hooked on that one that does it for you. And um, I'm sure every e-liquid company out there, whether big or small, had those customers. You know, right. you got to be there for them. You got to be there for them. They depend on that. So that's very important. I don't care what your reasonings are. At the end of the day, they need it. And as long as they're getting their e-liquids, they're not smoking, they're happy, they're healthy, this industry thrives. We want it to thrive again. we gotta got to get it back going again. We're going to do our best. And Apollo is certainly helping by doing this. Because I don't know any other company that's coming out saying, hey, we want to help small companies uh, co-pack uh, synthetic nicotine and get your products back out there again or start a new one. I don't know anybody that's doing that. I don't know why in the world not, but now we know of one. Right. About fucking time. Okay, so I will put all the information there so you can contact Lawrence. Lawrence, thank you. I don't want to make this too long. It's already been 30 minutes. Thank okay. you for coming on because um, people needed this, and uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing from them soon. I hope so. I really do. Oh, you will. <laughs>